Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Uh, Welcome inside Armed American Radio's Monster Cast. Hour 2 begins right now in the car firearms group studios i am mark walters filling your prescription for freedom today on hundreds of radio stations hundreds of radio stations hundreds let me repeat that here on this very powerful platinum sig sour microphone here it is right in front of me it's a sure sm7b it's a great one all of it brought to you by x insurance greg over in dallas texas and and to you ladies and gentlemen around the country happy easter greg happy easter my friend i uh, thank you my man so I got a funny story for you before we start off, and right. I'm glad I didn't touch my face while I'm on camera in the yeah. previous hour, Yeah, because I noticed, uh, and I'll hold my fingers up to those on camera right here, you can see it looks like my pen blew out on me, and I have blue ink all over my hands, so if I had been rubbing my face, that would have been hilarious on camera. So I just want to point out that I've switched pens to this beautiful Daniel Defense ink pen. How about that? Would that have so been your uh, your Patriot, uh, uh, your Mel Gibson Patriot uh, uh, war paint you're putting on there for the show? No, this was my. This might have been a Joe Biden pen <laughs> that I you know found at a neighbor's house or something like that. It blew out on me. So we'll switch over here to this beautiful Daniel Defense pen in my hand. There you so go. We're, we're actually using a Daniel Defense pen. All right, Greg, tell people where they can watch this broadcast, and then we have got a fascinating hour. With John Lott, wait till you hear some of the information we're going to go into here with some updates to a new study. And then I've got a couple questions for John that I think uh, will fascinate you listeners. Greg, where can people watch the broadcast, please? Uh, yeah, sure. You can just head over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. And in that top right-hand corner, you're going to give those three little hash marks a slap. And when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. Uh, we don't want you driving and being distracted. So if you are doing something important like driving, we'll head on over to our Listen Live link and click there. And when you do, you'll see two subsequent links. One's going to be for the Monday through Friday Daily Defense Broadcast. And the other is for this program right here, the Sunday Monster Cast. If you happen to have missed an episode of either of these two broadcasts and need to get caught up, we'll head on over to the podcast link and... Uh, uh, catch up on anything you may have missed right there. And lastly, or not lastly, but if you'd like to support us while you're out and about, head on down to the shop link at the bottom of all these links and pick you something nice up over there. And finally, lastly, if you'd like to head join our live chat, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That's how it's done, and you'll be in there, and we see people in the chat. Again, Happy Easter to you. Just a quick public service announcement for fans of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Beginning Tuesday, I will be flying out to 
Tuesday to beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. I looks like we'll have uh, Andy Hoosier and uh, uh, Christopher Hart sitting in for me. Uh, gosh, I hope they can make it because I just told you they were going to be here. Uh, they've been invited and they're uh, they're jumping all over that right now for Tuesday, and I'll be broadcasting from Phoenix, Arizona, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday before my departure back to AAR Ranch on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Always enjoy that. Let's go right now to Dr. John Lott, founder of CrimeResearch.org. Dr. Lott, happy Easter, my friend. Thank you for being here on an Easter Sunday. We do appreciate it. And I know I speak on behalf of all of my listeners, thanking you for being here on Easter Sunday. It's great to have you here, sir. No, happy Easter to you. You you have a ranch? Well, you've been to the ranch. Just don't tell anybody it's not a real ranch. Hey, Greg. Yeah, I guess it just here, depends here on how I you thought, define ranch. Right here I thought there were friends, and I'd never been to your ranch. <laughs> no, the ranch that I have is the ranch that you've been at. We just call it the ranch, John. Oh, too funny. But we did grill good ranch food, didn't we, John? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, was, it, would, it would put me make any ranch proud what you served so uh. <laughs> it was pure ranch food greg i hope your mic's on because your laughter is killing me over here yeah okay. <laughs> john let's start with i, I you know I've, I've had ann coulter on the show before and i i watched you on her podcast at substack the other day and i thought the conversation was fascinating would you just give us a brief overview of what you talked about with with Ann Coulter over there, because it kind of dovetails really well with what I was discussing in the previous hour, mainly that Texas case where the government agreed to pay one hundred and forty four million dollar settlement, admitting that their background checks are utter failures, which grew out of the Obama Biden administration when Biden was in charge of it. The government's just admitted it by agreeing to one hundred and forty four million dollar settlement. The mainstream press never picked it up. But that conversation in Anne's line of questioning, when you two were talking about, she asked you, would any background check have stopped any mass shooting this century? How did you respond to that? Right. Well, um, you know, this uh, payment that's there, they, you know, you and I have talked about other problems with the background check system. This, the part there was that this person who had been in the military and had been dishonorably discharged and had been uh, involuntarily committed uh, while he was in the military, uh, that information wasn't put into his file. And so when he, he wasn't flagged when he tried to buy a gun, um, the problems that you and I talk about are a different type, and I think it's much, much larger and more numerous, and that is law-abiding individuals who simply have roughly phonetically similar names and similar birthdays to people mm-hmm. who who are prohibited. And so you have literally millions of law-abiding Americans uh, over, you know, disproportionately black males and Hispanic males who are law-abiding who are prevented uh, from being able to go and obtain guns to protect themselves and their families. But the issue that I was talking to Ann about with regard to background checks was mainly this other issue, and that is, look, um, the, you, after each of these mass public shootings, uh, the Democrats typically go and argue for universal background checks. These are background checks on the private transfers of guns. Nobody wants these mass murderers to be getting guns. But the problem is, this is just irrelevant. It doesn't matter with regard to these types of attacks. There's not one mass public shooting this century 
that would have been stopped if such a law had been in effect nationally had been perfectly enforced. I mean, California has much higher rates of mass public shootings than the rest of the country, and they've had uh, these universal background checks for years. It hasn't stopped uh, the high rate of attacks that they have there. Um, you know, if there was something simple like that that worked, that stopped them, you know, it would be something to talk about. But, uh, you know, it's uh, I, my, what I was talking to Ann about was that they keep pushing this. They know, and the, the media refuses to ask them questions. You, you think you, the media would say, okay, you, you're saying we should adopt this. Would it have stopped this last attack that we're talking about right now? Would it have stopped any of them over the last decade? Would it have stopped any of them uh, since the turn of the century? And But they don't ask those types of questions. I mean, once in a blue moon, once every like five or six years, you'll get one reporter who will ask a question like that. And they'll say, well, it's true, it wouldn't have stopped it, but you know, it still would be useful just in case it might stop it, which is <laughs> a lot weaker type of argument to make on this type of thing. And so, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's, you know, my concern with Ann then was why do they push this? And my belief is twofold. One is they just want to make it costlier for people to be able to obtain guns. And you can see that in just in terms of how these laws are normally set up. So, Mark, if you or I were in Washington, D.C., and I was going to transfer one gun to you, uh, it costs $125 for us to go through a background check on a private transfer. But let's say I'm going to give you four guns. Well, you'd think John is giving Mark four guns. It's the same person getting all four guns from the same person. Uh, so wouldn't one background check be sufficient? But no, they require a separate background check to be conducted on each gun. And so the total cost would be $500. And I want somebody to give me a rational explanation other than just trying to make it costly for people, why you would set up a background check system like that. Because the only explanation that comes to my mind on it is they're just purposely trying to make it as costly as they can for people to be able to obtain uh, guns. And that's not a very good reason for, for having it. Uh, and so, uh, but the, the other reason is that uh, I think it's part of Biden's push for this national gun registry. I mean, as you know, and we've mm -hmm. talked about before, as of the beginning of last year, they had almost uh, 1 billion transactions of guns over the decades that they had loaded into computers. Now, they don't have everything. They don't have private transfers in states that don't have background checks on private transfers of guns. And I think that's one reason why they're pushing it. I, I can't disagree with any of that. And when we come back, we'll wrap that up. And then we're going to take a deep dive into some updated information on mass public shootings, ladies and gentlemen, that I think you are going to find fascinating. And it's all over at CrimeResearch.org. We'll explain how to get there and how you can help out. And we'll talk with John for three more segments right after this. Don't go away.
Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle, available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available on 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. 
The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show emanating from Armed American Radio Ranch here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this Sig Sauer microphone. All of it brought to you today and every day by the great X insurance. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners. CrimeResearch.org, Crime Prevention Research Center. Dr. Lott is one of those partners. And please help him. Support him. We're going to take a deep dive now into some of the research. This is the only place you can get this information, ladies and gentlemen. Believe me. And you'll you'll f- soon find out what I'm talking about here as we welcome Dr. John Lott back to the program. Dr. Lott, happy Easter. Welcome back. Thank you for being here, sir. You have a piece that was put out on March 28th, and it's been updated. And I I took a dive into this today, and I came up with some questions for you that I think will fascinate our listeners. But the updated information on the mass public shootings here is very timely. For example, ladies and gentlemen, type of gun used in mass public shootings from 1998 through March 15th, 2023, last century into this century. Murders only with a handgun, 56.4%. Murders only with rifles, 14.9%. Murders only with shotguns, 3.2%. Handgun and rifle, 12.8%. Handgun and shotgun, 9.6%. And all three types of weapons, 3.2%. John, when you do this research, when you hear this constant scream, even after a shooting, with a handgun where Biden jumps out and Kamala Harris jumps out and automatically defaults to we've got to ban assault weapons. It's got to drive you nuts when you know the numbers and juxtapose against what the FBI tells us as well, too, as far as how many people are killed with all rifles combined every year in the Uniform Crime Report being in the hundreds. And we know that it's handguns and they're still going after assault weapons bans. You've done the research here. Does this drive you crazy as it does me? Yeah, well, I'm not surprised it drives you crazy, too. Look, uh, there's so many things that drive me crazy in terms of the media coverage of this stuff. It's hard to know where to start on it. But as you say, you know, you have the shooting in Monterey Park earlier this year. Right. Biden was talking about assault weapons, and there's been other ones that he talks about assault weapons constantly, whether it's an assault weapon used or not. Uh, it's something they demonize. But when they get rid of assault weapons, I'm sure they'll find something else to go after and demonize constantly until they can get rid of that. Uh, you know, uh, Biden sometimes just slips into attacking all semi-automatic guns, which, as you know, are 80-some percent of the guns that are owned in the United States. And so, you know, it's, you know, you just try to point this out but here's the bottom line and that is if they first of all there's 14.9 percent of these mass public shootings over the last 25 years that involve any just any type of rifle so assault so-called assault weapons are a fraction of that you know i didn't break it down just because as you know a lot of this definition of what's an assault weapon or not is arbitrary and different people and governments and whatever have different definitions of what an assault weapon is. So it's just kind of silly to go into that. But, uh, you know, if you look at all murders, uh, about 2% of all murders involve any type of rifle. Uh, Mm -hmm. The FBI doesn't break it down further because it's such a small percentage of of the total that's there. And, uh, you know, but as we'll probably go through and 
see as we go through more of these numbers, uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there, which is one reason why we try to do it. But the point, the bottom line is this, and that is even if they could get rid of all rifles, there are lots of other things, ways for them to go and kill people. And, uh, and you know, with handguns or shotguns or whatever, and uh, and they would switch into using those types of weapons. And I think, you know, the fact that uh, handguns are overwhelmingly used, there, there's one chart I haven't put up yet, and that is uh, what types of weapons are associated with the most deaths. And what we've found before, and I'm sure it's still true, is that the attacks involve multiple different types of weapons, uh, usually are associated with more deaths in an attack than any particular type of weapon, whether it's a rifle or assault weapon or, you know, a, a large capacity magazine or whatever. John, here comes fascinating question number one. Why, if they're honest about wanting to, quote unquote, stop gun violence, why have they not distinguished or differentiated, I should say, and moved over to handguns when handguns, as your research has proven time and time again, and I'm looking at the chart here, when handguns dominate the landscape when it comes to criminals using that particular weapon for their crimes? Well, I think it's easier. They think it's easier to demonize assault weapons. They put mm-hmm. a lot of effort into that. And uh, But look, uh One of the problems with handguns is that they're easier to conceal. And so uh, if you have one police officer there who's in uniform guarding a place, it makes it easier for somebody to come up and sneak up on them or check out whether an officer is there and then move on to another target. Uh, It gives attackers real tactical advantages that they don't have with regard to a rifle, which is much more difficult for them to conceal. And... uh, But, uh, look, I've come to the belief that a lot of this stuff has nothing to do with whether they think it's going to work. We just were talking a minute ago in the previous segment about these background checks on private transfers of guns, these universal uh, background checks. Well, why do they push it? Why do they push this as a solution for mass public shootings when there's not one mass public shooting this century that would have been stopped if such a law had been in effect and perfectly enforced. And you realize that there must be other things that they are going after. I, I've only reluctantly kind of come to this view that they're pushing it for these other reasons. But, you know, I, I've told you before, look, I've made one comment to these gun control people, and that is if they wanted to pass universal background checks, I could help them pass it because there's just a couple reasonable changes or a few reasonable changes that they could make. One is fix the mistakes. There's no reason that about 99% of these are false positives where you're stopping law-abiding good citizens, particularly minority males, from being able to go and buy guns. There's no reason to have that. The second issue is just the cost. You know, if, if I'm an economist, and if you, if you want to encourage people to do this, if you think it's good that people are doing these background checks, you don't want to tax them for doing it. That doesn't encourage people to go out of their way to go and obey this law. That you th- I, don't, I don't think it will stop much crime at all, but if you believe it does, then pay for it out of general revenue, okay, to encourage people to do it. The other thing is, uh, with regard to these background checks, is uh, 
who pays for it? Any economist would tell you the people who benefit should be the ones who pay. If you think it reduces crime generally, it reduces crime for more than just the law-abiding citizen who's going out of his way to go and obey the background check rule. And so make everybody pay for it. But they will fight you tooth and nail against these reasonable changes. Yeah, they're not interested in reasonable, and they're not interested in stopping crime. They're interested in disarming us. When we come back, I'm going to jump down a little bit in the research, and we're going to talk about the race of mass shooters. And I'm going to ask John a question you probably haven't heard asked before of anybody, and we'll dig into it in just a moment with Dr. John Lott back after this on Easter Sunday. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 
As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back indeed. Please visit MyPillow.com. Use that promo code AAR. Take advantage of all those great discounts that Mike and the company offer for you. And using that promo code AAR says, hey, thank you for supporting my right to keep and bear arms on the nation's airwaves with me. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom every single day. And on this weekend broadcast, particularly on this Easter Sunday broadcast, he has risen. The Car Firearms Group Studios, six-hour microphone fired up for you. All of it brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Please go out of your way. Visit all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. I'm talking with Dr. John Lott, founder of CrimeResearch.org. Make sure to head over there and support John's work. It's very easy to do. Five bucks, 50 bucks, 500 bucks, 5,000 bucks, whatever you can do to help support this amazing research and the man doing it over at CrimeResearch.org. Dr. John Lott, welcome back in, my friend. Let's take a deeper dive here. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit in the research because I, I, the definition of mass shooting is, you know, you've got every single major media outlet out there now, including Fox News, quoting the Gun Violence Archive. They have abandoned the FBI. The FBI defines a mass shooting as four people or more murdered with a gun. The Gun Violence Archive, and this is a huge distinction, four people shot, injured or killed. Three, three, three people, three. three people shot. Excuse me. Let's take that out. Three people shot, injured or killed. Makes no difference over there. And that's not including the killer. So, John, when you do, for example, percent of mass public shootings in gun free zones, where are those numbers coming from? Using the FBI numbers there? Yeah, we uh, uh, well, we're looking at mass public shootings. OK, so right. that's defined as a shooting that occurs in public, uh, not part of some other type of crime like a robbery or a gang fight over drug turf and uh and involves four more people killed uh what the gun violence archive does is they look at any shooting uh involving three people wounded and or killed three or more people wounded and or killed and you know almost 90 percent of their cases are things like gang fights over drug turf most of the rest are like robberies and stuff so those are bad. Nobody wants to go and say those are good. But uh, but the causes and solutions for those are very different. And there's a reason why uh, the media treats these things very differently. If somebody goes into a mall and the sole thing is to go and, and kill people, that's going to get a lot more uh, media and news attention than you're going to get with a situation where 
somebody is just, uh, you know, it, you know, gets into a gang fight over drug turf. Well, John, do, doesn't the Gun Violence Archive include, can we say this from the perspective of forgetting the FBI numbers and, and the numbers you use, which are the FBI figures or, or the FBI definition, if it's Gun Violence Archive, then that would also include, correct me if I'm wrong, and AWR and I have talked about this many times over the years, if you use their definition, that would include, oh, lots of shootings in the city of Chicago under their definition of mass shooting, Correct. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's a huge number. Well, then that difference, and let's take a look at this. This is why I wanted to bring this up. Fascinating question number two, ladies and gentlemen, because you have a chart here, race of mass public shooters. The media likes to tell us that it's predominantly white males, et cetera. Well, using the gun violence archive numbers, and if that's the case, when we know it's generally black-on-black gang violence, inner-city violence across the country, and what I'll just come out and say in Democrat-run cities across this nation, their numbers would change the race of mass public shooters dramatically if they were to stick to the GVA, uh, the, GV, the GVA numbers, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it change the race of mass public shooters if that were the case, using their own numbers? Oh, yeah. No, it'd be massively higher in terms of the percent of mass mm. public shooters that are black. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And the mainstream media never tells us that. They never tell us that. It seems like they default to the FBI numbers so that they can change what it is they want us to hear through a lie of omission by simply not telling us what they're not telling us, yet they're using the GVA numbers to tell us something. And that includes Fox News, ladies and gentlemen, too. Everybody is defaulting to these GVA numbers, which is a farce as far as I'm concerned. Let's go back up now. Percent of mass public shootings in gun-free zones from 1950, ladies and gentlemen, to March 27, 2023, just a little bit over a week ago, 94% occurred in gun-free zones. John, as you point out, 6% not a gun-free zone. And if we go to the percent of mass public shootings between 98 and March 27th gun-free zones, it's 16% not a gun-free zone and 84% in gun-free zones. Let's talk a little bit about that because it's obviously overwhelmingly occurring in gun-free zones, John. Right. I mean, this is something you and I have talked about many, many times, and that is these Murderers may be crazy in some sense, but they're not stupid. And one of the things that the media just absolutely refuses to cover is uh, is the fact that uh, these killers in their diaries, in their manifestos, explicitly talk about picking targets where they know victims aren't able to go and defend themselves. Uh, you know, we just had this Nashville shooting, and uh, as we've noticed uh, in that case, uh, we haven't had the, uh, um, you know, the manifesto released yet. Uh, but what's happened is what we do know is that uh, the police chief in Nashville said that this person had another target. Uh, but because of, I guess, armed security at this other target had decided uh, not to go ahead and attack that. And so, you know, uh, but we have statements that we've seen from the Buffalo mass murder last year, right at the top of our page, we have a whole list of these types of, uh, of, uh, of cases that these guys have, have listed out. And, you know, it's time after time after time mm-hmm. where they make explicit statements, but the media, I mean, somebody explained to me 
why it isn't newsworthy for why these guys are saying that they're picking the targets that they are. Why is that not newsworthy? Why doesn't the media cover that? Somebody needs to explain that to me. Well, and you're not going to get the answer from them, obviously, but it clearly it doesn't fit their agenda and they don't want to because they would be forced to admit that. Something else that I find fascinating here also, I know the percent of mass public shooters by age, by age. And we had the sheriff in Marion County talking about the societal breakdown when he was talking about the Florida murders just a couple of days ago. But ladies and gentlemen, take a listen to this percent of mass public shooters by age for 1998 to March 27th, 2023, late last century into 2023 right now. Under 21, 18%, 21 to 30, 32%, 31 to 40, 22%. Then the numbers begin to steadily drop and continue to decline. 41 to 50, 17%, 51 to 66%, over 64%. John, by my simple math, 72% are between... 40, 21, and 40 years old. This is a generational problem here. Clearly, it's a societal issue. This did not happen when we were children. Your research bears this out. Yet this is something else that the media doesn't want to talk about. Go for it. I mean, one of the things that just comes out immediately when you see this is we have a number of states passing laws to go and ban guns for people under 21. I've testified in a couple of these cases. And one of the things that's brought up is, well, you know, these young people doing these shootings. So if they're, if you just mainly go by what age groups are committing the most shootings, you would ban guns uh, pretty much from everybody from 21 through 40, uh, right. maybe even up to 50. And uh, but, uh, you know, that's not what they care about. They have a couple stories. They go with that and they somehow imply that this is disproportionate. But yet. Uh, people under 21, while they do commit these crimes, are doing it at a, at a, a little bit lower rate than those 21 to 40. It's, these are fascinating numbers, ladies and gentlemen, and you can see all of this at CrimeResearch.org. We're getting ready to take our final break when we come back. With Dr. John Lott, we've got a little bit more to go through here with him. This is fascinating stuff, and you can find all of this over at CrimeResearch.org. And CrimeResearch.org, I ask you to go over there and support Dr. Lott on this. He testifies in state houses around the country on this information. And you hear the frustration as to why the media is not covering what we know to be the case. These are facts we're giving you. And, you know, I, I say it over and over again. But in order to listen to this show and do it objective, you have to be honest. You have to be honest. These are factual numbers. And you know what? The truth is a harsh mistress. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast will be back right after this. One more segment with John Lott. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Did you know that Sig Sauer is all in for hunting? Introducing the Sig Sauer Cross Precision Bolt Action Rifle. Available in 308 and 65 Creedmoor. The Sig Cross Bolt Action Rifle was designed and built with the input of military snipers and elite hunters right here in America to meet the demands of hunters, precision long-range shooters, and extreme backcountry hunting. Sig Sauer has your hunting needs covered with ammunition, optics, suppressors, and more. Hunt like a warrior today. Learn more. Visit SigSauer.com now. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. segment of Armed American Radio is being sponsored by Crossbreed Holsters. Make sure to visit CrossbreedHolsters.com. Now let's get back to me. CrossbreedHolsters.com. Carrying in a Crossbreed holster right now. Have been all day long. Pretty much do every day. 
anyway. Got a whole ton, buckets full. You know, everybody's got that holster drawer we talk about, the proverbial holster drawer. I have drawers, so many I can't even count them, and, and an overwhelming amount of them are crossbreed holsters from over the years. And you know what's interesting is the Super Tuck never gets old. Nobody can beat its design. Everybody tries to copy it. Yeah, well, that's the greatest form of flattery. So make sure to check out CrossbreedHolsters.com and all of our partners. Remember, we're in the Car Firearms Group studios. We're on the Sig Sauer mic. I will not be at the NRA convention next week. Uh, Travel plans will not allow it. But if you're going to be up there, make sure to stop up at the car booth. Make sure to stop up at the Sig Sauer booth. Make sure to stop over at the North American Arms booth and check them all out. Daniel Defense as well. X Insurance is presenting all of this. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners.com. Dot all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. I'll get that out. And don't forget crimeresearch.org. We have one more segment with Dr. John Lott here on an Easter Sunday. John, welcome back in. Happy Easter. This is fascinating information. I, I, I did a dive into this. I really enjoy reading this because I see things like, for example, the gun violence archive thing that comes out, and I see the disconnect with the media. They all want to report you know, using the GVA's numbers, but when it comes to race and everything, they stay away from that. If they're going to stay with it, they ought to stay with it, but they don't. And it would change everything they say. Uh, there's just so much inconsistency, and your frustration, all like mine, emanates from the lies of omission from the mainstream media. John, let me just ask you kind of a, a an off-the-cuff question, but I believe, and I know you, you know I believe this, but if the mainstream <clears throat> press had covered shootings in this country, and I mean self-defense shootings, day after day after day after day after day, as we do, and we call them happy ending stories here, wouldn't that change the perception across the country? Because this is where people get most of their information is from what they see on ABC and NBC, so we can CBS, Fox News, CNN, MSDNC, the rest of them. I tell you what, and the media knows that, Clearly, that's why they don't cover these stories, because some of them are incredible human interest stories. Uh, is there any hope for that? I, stupid question, but I have to ask. Well, I mean, I think, you know, the answer as well as I do. Look, there are lots of things that they could cover that would dramatically change uh, the debate that we have right now. If they were to cover the parts of the diaries where these or these manifestos right. where these mass murderers explain why they pick the targets that they do. I think even if they did that, sometimes we have a very different debate. If they gave coverage to, I mean, we have a collection of lists of mass, what police say would have been mass public shootings that hadn't been for the presence of a concealed carry permit holder. Uh, Virtually always, these just get local media coverage. The couple times when they get national coverage, the media often mucks it up in some way uh, and gets the story wrong. Uh, I think the debate would be very different. If the media once in a while would say, and we've had yet another mass public shooting where guns were banned, you know, in a gun-free zone, Mm -hmm. uh, I think the debate that we have right now would be very different. But uh, that's unfortunately the world we live in. And I, I, you know, when I was on last week, I expressed my frustration. It just it just drives me nuts because you and I can talk about it, but we need to get out there to uh, kind of the mainstream news media people. And as you say, Fox and everybody uh, unfortunately gives a very slanted view and it has a big impact on people's perceptions. I mean, I don't know how many times. You and I hear people saying that the United States is unique in terms right. of mass public shootings. And it's, you know, there's no other way to say this other than a lie. We've collected that data. We put it out there. People can double check it. 
uh, and all this stuff. Nobody needs to take my word for it that uh, these diaries and manifestos, uh, you know, target places where guns are banned. They can read it for themselves by going to our website. Nobody needs to take my word for it that the FBI is missing lots of cases in their active shooting reports where civilians legally carrying guns have stopped active shooting attacks. Uh, we list them out with links to the news stories so people can check them themselves. Nobody, nobody needs to take our word for it. And yet, you know, this happens time after time uh, on this stuff. And, and uh, you know, I, I mean, I guess I wish we had a larger budget for going and uh, hiring more PR people or hiring PR people so I don't have to do it myself on this stuff. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, we have a really difficult task there to kind of break through. And unless we do, yeah. Uh, unless we unless people get accurate information on this stuff, we face a real uphill battle on it. You know, John, I, I've been watching this through the throughout our entire conversation. And ladies and gentlemen, you've probably picked up on it as well. But have you noticed that everything keeps going back to coverage? Everything keeps going back to media coverage. There's no way around that, John. So it makes it very difficult. I've drawn the conclusion a long time ago. Because it is a logical conclusion after all of this time and after looking at this for many years, they simply don't care. You know, when you look at cities like Chicago, for example, I have covered tens of thousands. I've lost count, likely six figures easily in Chicago over the 15 years that we've been doing this on Armed American Radio. Not one mayor in Chicago cares. They want, you know, I forget who said it, but they just seem to be always one more gun control law away or telling us they're one more gun control law away from stopping this when we know what happens. You know, you had Popovich. I was talking about the uh, head coach of the San Antonio Spurs. And AWR reported it just, uh, I guess, today, saying the Second Amendment freedoms, John, are a myth. And here's what he had to say about this. And I quote from him, but Ted Cruz will fix the problem because he's going to double the number of cops in schools. That's what he wants to do. Well, that will create a great environment. Is that freedom? John, he said that, surrounded by armed security, and AWR expertly pointed out that the Spurs games are protected, the arenas are protected by cops, people are wanded when they're going in. Why not the same security for our kids? We know this works because it works for them. What's going on here? I I, I guess I I disagree to some extent because I think we shouldn't we shouldn't have uniformed armed guards protecting our kids uh, right i, I get that put you this way. do we should do we have uniformed air marshals why don't we have right. uniformed air marshals the reason why we don't is because you have one air marshal on a plane and if he's in uniform and if there is going to be an attack who do they take out first because they know if they take him out then they're going to have no problem taking out the rest of the plane and so uh, the same thing is true. You have one guy in uniform. So we have uh, the two U.S. senators from uh, uh, Blackburn and, and the other guy from Tennessee. We have Governor Lee, who's been very good on lots of issues, come out this last Thursday saying that he, he wants to have uh, an armed uh, officer in each school in the state. Right. I understand that. And maybe sometimes they can do it. But if you're going to do that, I would say put in the legislation that they cannot be in uniform and that they they should blend in so they're not easily identifiable. 
That's too, co- it's too much common sense. It, John, it's too much common sense. It just makes too much sense. And I think we've proven that again today. Dr. John Lott, founder, CrimeResearch.org. Ladies and gentlemen, please help John with this research. It is absolutely imperative. You hear, We keep going back to the media here. This is how we counter the mainstream, lamestream, legacy media with the facts and the truth, what they won't tell you. Clearly, they're pushing a political agenda. We actually have solutions to these quote-unquote problems that they tell us about while offering no solutions whatsoever except screaming for more gun control because we have to do something. John knows what to do. Help us get the information out. CrimeResearch.org. Thank you, Dr. Lott. When we come back at six minutes after the hour, we've got an Armed American Radio Classic Roundtable with Brad, Neil, and Justin, don't go away. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. 